Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality gate. Let's love. My beer matches your couch. No, it doesn't. It does. Kind of. It does. It's very, it's very desert Saharan. It's not. Y'all, welcome to reality, gay. Sorry. Was all that? No. I don't know what Christina's going to put in the show. I hope not. But if you're watching Intimate Portrait on our $15 tier, then you just saw some shit. (laughs) That shouldn't be in there. (laughs) I don't know what. Now people are going to ask what's in there. I don't know what Christina does. What Christina does is what she does. She edits. I, I promise I was not complicit <laughs> to murder Castro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was not involved. I was not involved. At all. Am I on camera? Poodle, how are you? I'm well. How are good. you? I'm, I'm good. I'm better actually here. <laughs> you were a mess when you first got here. No, it's just been a long two days. I broke a little. And you were in a mess another way. Where I was kind of beat down, you were fucking ping pong crazy. I was ping pong crazy. That I is a it. good term for it. Ping pong. Bing, 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 I had bing, just, bing. I had just. Uh, it's like when you're at the end of a bukkake and everybody's <laughs> about to come and you're like, or you said, I'm over here. I'm over here. Give it to me here. On my face. Right here. Right here, right here. For those those who were an intimate portrait, that was graphic. This is this this is exactly why uh, I'm having. This is a messy show. Yeah, it's going to be messy. I'm going to have to go back to. um, I can't get settled. Poodle and I are both broken. I'm broken from my dad's bullshit, and Poodle's broken because 
some top literally broke him last <laughs> night. So that's where we are. But I have to tell you. Should be in a wheelchair right now. People at the hospital wanted to see if I could stay with my dad like 24-7. And I said, in the room? I said, I can do that. But I do a podcast. Can I get like a conference room or somewhere private to do my show? I What'd they say? That. And they said, yeah, you know, we have a little. Um, they said, Indy Anderson has a quiet room for our guests. And I wanted to say. I can't sing the Ride That Russian Dick song <laughs> in the choir room. And what we just said you about- You should never be put in a quiet room. Can you imagine me in a choir room and someone hears a quiet room and they hear you going, <laughs> out of my headphones? <laughs> so I said, that's not going to work. So I'm not going to do work that. for me. Not going to do that. Um, I'm going to go home at night. This is reality, gays. It is. What are our announcements? Do we have any? <laughs> Um, it's happily ever after. It's happily ever. This is a high. Hey, uh, season six episode. Uh, season six episode four. four. Damage control seems appropriate today. <laughs> That's what they call me in college. <laughs> there goes damage control. <laughs> hey boys, I'm damaged. I said that kind of like porn. Granny. You did. I'm, I didn't like it. <laughs> oh no, not the lips. That's the worst part of porn, Granny. Dover. <laughs> um, this. Do we have any announcements? I don't think we do. Do we? No. Okay. I just they're like Danielle. No. No. Uh, oh, but single life, y'all. Single, single life, tell all. I can't. We're recording this. We watched. Um, this is on Friday. We we dis- we we watched early. Dis- the, we watched Discovery the Discovery Plus, Plus preview I read version. Thirteen million people download or on Discovery Plus. Really? Yes. I hate those fuckers. Just taking that money. I fucking hate them. And they know we're going to watch Ninety Day Fiance early, so we're recording on Friday. But the tell all is coming out well, on Sunday. I guess when they people listen to this show, Single Life would have came out on. Sunday I'm not night. familiar. This no. is already. I'm done. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I I don't understand normals. I when when manipulation of space and time. <laughs> I don't know. I know we're recording this on Friday. I have no idea when it's going to come out and how that responds to anything else. Um, that's fair. I want to talk about some of the re- one announcement is the the response we're getting about Extreme Sisters, my new favorite show. Uh, you're disturbed. <laughs> no, seriously, there's something oh, wrong with you. The brother sister twins. I me out. I'm thankful that enough people have said to me, <clears throat> "Yeah, I'm with you. This is revolting, and this is abject." And okay. I can't watch, so I will listen to you guys talk about it. And it makes me feel better to know that someone else is as disgusted as I am. <laughs> I would say the majority of people don't feel that way. Mm, I, I think, think the majority I think people, it's like 60-40. 70-30 for sure. Maybe. We've had a lot of people that say they, I'm revolted. they love watching it and they love that you put yourself through it. I can handle... It's Chris, your community I service, I can handle Poodle. Christina and Jessica... Because I, they kind of hate each other. I kind of want to hang out with them. Um, the twins, the foursome of identical twins. That's creepy as fuck. No. And the Australian twins we haven't seen in a while, but they have major mental issues. Um, I'm kind of okay with Patrix and Patrika. I like them. Bailey and um, Fraley, they're, or whatever they're, her name is. What is her Brooke. name? Brooke. 
Bailey I, and Brooke. They're they're just Denver's hot. It's worth they're it. They're just they're just kind of basic twin. Basic no, and sisters. Denver's hot. And so what's his name? Briar. 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 That is not a name. Briar. That is a common outdoor thorn. Briar <laughs> is not a name. You know what it is. I mean, if somebody, na- you know, somebody's a Disney fan and named their daughter Briar Rose, because that's what was her name in Sleeping Beauty. Because, you know, pre- I'm a homosexual. In case I, anybody knew. I remember <laughs> that, but didn't need to be pointed out. Briar also, Rose, but in the movie, they changed it to Aurora. I'm certain that she did not get that, that, that his mother or father did not get that from well, there. Princess Aurora, but Briar Rose, I think. We need the- to move on. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry, neighbors. Um, I think that's all the announcements. Was I'm saying in my falsetto. I'm ready. Um, oh, do we need to talk about the Reigns uh, GoFundMe? Oh, thank you. We talked yeah. about this on the um, oh, Patreon. This is, but we the you guys. We've done the Reigns, the the family besides the Boleros on our show Pig Royalty that we did on Patreon. They have had a tornado hit their house, had really bad damage due to cantaloupe size hail. Yes. And so we'll put the GoFundMe in the show notes. She said NASA came to their house. To, wow. To collect. Y'all, the Reens, uh, Jody, Candy, and Josh. You were there. She said Josh. that to you. Not familiar. <laughs> don't remember. I don't know where I was. Yeah, but it was like 70 miles an hour wind. Yeah. Cold, but, like, literally, the golf ball I read um, in their talking interview, the golf ball, they were so heavy, came through their roof. Oh, wow. So it was some... So yeah, and y'all, we were talking about this before. Don't think that they're rich because reality shows, especially on the first season, do not pay. They might be and, rich from other things, but not from the reality. And they were they we don't think so, but, you know. they the Boleros were the ones who were approached with the show, and none of them were producers. So so it's yeah, not like have tons of money. They, they could they, use the help. They could use they, the help. They could use the help. So, so we'll put that in the show notes. So if you love Pig Royalty and you love Jody and the rest to the of the Reen clans, we donated. Um, we donated. Y'all, if we had just every single one of our listeners who listened to Pig Roy donated a dollar, we could raise $117. <laughs> That's, just think about we it. We have more than that. <laughs> One fifty-two. Double it. Okay. Um, Double it. Shall we, shall we talk about the show? By the way, yes. I just want to say Aunt Peggy wanted to know oh, if no. her voice made it into the show because we called her. <laughs> During a Patreon episode, I called her accidentally. I don't she, think her voice made it in. She went to tell me the Uncle Jerry's knee surgery. But y'all, prayers and thoughts for Aunt Darla. She fell and broke her shoulder. Oh, no. I know. She said, I felt, she's like, I had one of them shitty flip-flops I bought from Sears years ago. And I went, Sears closed 10 years ago. You need to buy some new flip-flops. Your family probably needs to stay indoors for a while. <laughs> anyway, she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. She's like, well, I guess I'm just going to lay here. And I said, well, because she's been taking care of stuff for dad. And I said, well, if you want, if you need help with anything, Aunt Peggy can do it. And she said, I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That got her up. Wow. Wow. Classless. Classless. When is Darcy and Stacy coming back? I miss them. Uh, Probably not until September or something. Y'all, we did hear a new show alert. There's a new 90 Day Fiance spinoff coming. What's it called? 90 Day Caribbean? Caribbean Love. Caribbean Love. It's coming Caribbean out. Caribbean Love. Can we 
never mind. But I already have <laughs> theme song ideas, and I know you probably do too. Tell me you don't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. y'all, that's premiering like July, sometime mid late July on Discovery. Caribbean love. Love the devil. And our heart will be no one love on the run. I did. I harmonized. I harmonized. But you were doing the melody before. Yeah, no I more can. love on the run. That's it. There you go. When I sing that, I have to do like I have imaginary you shake your hair. hair like a horse's mane. I think it's more like tension, like when you pee and you shake your dick just to get it all out. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should move on. I shake my head a lot. You do. <laughs> you do, y'all. Kalani and Asuelu, or is this segment, as I always call it, and now another installment of Tears of Kalani. <laughs> Tears of Kalani. She cries. That poor bitch cries in every segment. She's Not a pretty I cry. Blame her. She's a pretty cry. She has a Not lot to cry about. I blame. <laughs> she's got a lot to cry about. Like my mother said, "I'll give you something to cry about." Yeah, she's got something to cry about. Did your parents ever say that to you when you would cry? Which I think is awful, by the way. I'll give no. you something to cry about. <laughs> no, your mother would say that to you. You know, when you say no, I feel like, <laughs> wait, am I the only one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I mean, maybe that's a pretty. Shitty thing to say to your kid. You never heard kid. that statement? I'll give you something to cry yeah, about. I've heard that in movies. Like <laughs> I've heard that. I've in, heard that in <laughs> movies movie, where people have been abusive, where the villain said it to like the main <laughs> character who was about to you kill know, a chipmunk. Hold on, let me go back into my. Let me go back into the past, and maybe I'm making that up. The past is the past. The past You know what? I don't think she ever said that to me. I think. I think. She, Probably I said it about other people. Yeah. I don't think I, my mother said, I'll give you something to cry about. I just would expect her to say it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. She just would say it. In anger. Now, my mother, I would say, like, I'll give him something to bitch about. Like, oh. talking about other people. I'll give you something to cry about. I don't know. Maybe it did happen. Who knows? Well, anyway. I think your brain won't fully let you remember it. That's probably and true. And we should move on. Uh <laughs> While I experience trauma, my poodle is going to go in the shower and while, cry. While I try to re- recover trauma, recover memories that are that are after trauma. Um, <laughs> but y'all, Kalani, has <laughs> got a lot to cry about. She's married to a Swelu, living with her parents. Yep, and trying with to- two children, and her husband is not helpful. Nope, and thinking they're going to move out of her house. Which, y'all, to buy another house. If they move out of that house, um, uh, I will eat that wig right there. If they move out. And the only way they're moving out of that house is if the show gave them money. They have no money. They're not going to give them money. They have no money. I don't, it doesn't make sense. I feel like they're not going to move out. Maybe they needed something for, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Or the other thing is maybe, her parents gave them enough money for a down payment or, or <sighs> enough for the, to get the loan because, y'all, they have, like, two nickels to rub together. I mean, from what? Like, what? I know. What, what has he made? Unless she doesn't... Is Kalini she... is going to use money from her OnlyFans <laughs> to buy their house? Because Kalani has an OnlyFans, too, right? I don't think so. I thought she did. 
Maybe. We've really been wrong on facts lately, so I don't know. Lately? <laughs> when have we been right? Not much. Um, Not good. Uh, anyway, y'all. Go good. They're walking around and living spaces. No, I thought it was something called. It was called like it was called uh, passport furniture, but it's very was it much, really? it, very much a living space. Oh, was it really called passport? Yes, it's very. I love mu- that name. It's very more. much a living spaces with generic like accent pieces everywhere. Yes, it was those what? enormous clocks. <laughs> My dad wants a big clock for his wall. I hate home. those. He wants me to go to a. Uh, um, What's it called? Y'all, don't come at me if you get an enormous clock. I hate them. I'm fine with you having them. I don't mind enormous e- clock. Every time I say I don't like something, people, people, people they take pictures the show and show you. take pictures, and like I'm supposed to say, yeah, I hate it. Uh, but you know what? Do what you want. I like big clocks. I love a grandfather clock. Love no, I'm, I'm talking about the big things that are like six foot yeah, I like wide. those. Yeah, I like those. You're wrong. I like You're them. You're incorrect. What? Sorry. Um... Ollie's. That's where my dad wants me to go to buy him a clock. Ollie's. It's like shit that's cheaper than Dollar General and Big Lots. Uh, I'd pass. That's where my dad likes to go to shop. He gets quality things. And I was like, who the fuck talks about Ollie's? And I remember when we had a night nurse watch him when he was up at night crazy, and I said, I got to sleep. So she would follow him around the house. She was great. And I'll never forget, like, day three, she, we were, I was about to go to bed, and we were chatting. She was like, you know, they got a clock that would go great on that wall. It matches your, uh, matches your dad's uh, table. I said, really? She's like, yeah, got it at Ollie's. This has been today's <laughs> home, care, home care minute. <laughs> For the ten people who needed that, <laughs> for the two people in Ardmore who listened to this, because I don't think all of it changed. I, when this is all over, <laughs> I'm really hoping we don't talk. Well, you and you listen back, you're like, "Wow, my life really was all about that." You could not get out of it. <sighs> Talking to me, so y'all kind of like Kalani. They're can't right? get out of it. They're having sister time. Do you like fabrics on the bed? What? <laughs> Kalani said, there's a headboard. She's like, I don't want oh, a you mean a, a fabric headboard. I don't think so. No. I agree with in, her. It makes, in, I just think about in my In my standard of life, it oh. wouldn't be prudent. Wow. Because how are you going to get jizz out of fabric? Is it going to look like polka dots for you? <laughs> <laughs> just like like really crispy. <laughs> it's like, it would look like one of those dresses that the mom wears from the Berenstain Bears. <laughs> I just ruined the Berenstain. <laughs> Somebody's reading their child Berenstain bells and looking at her polka dot dress and thinking of <laughs> you having sex with semen on it now. No, it's just like crispy. Like you touch it and mm. it just falls off. I loved them. Yeah, I have to sometimes clean off my headboard. Like when I the when the movers came by and I was like, oh, that's a lot of jizz on that headboard. And like when they revealed the the condom trove of treasures underneath it, and I look and I locked eyes with the mover boy, and I was like, "That's life, brother." <laughs> wow, I'm uncomfortable. He's still at mass praying. <laughs> so, so they're talking about Kalini or. Kalani says, like, or Kal- sorry, Kalini says, so you want a small house. Yep. She's got a belly shirt on, y'all. Her bang it, her body's banging. Her hair looks great. Yeah. She's hot. So, and that's where Kalani says, yeah, 
We want a three-bedroom house. Don't knock over my new lamps, please. We want a three-bedroom house because we need a game room slash sleep room. Get a three-bedroom house and some plastic surgery and wigs. <sighs> That's from Bat Boy the musical. Never mind. No one knows. No that. one knows that. Like one person knew that. And so <clears throat> the game room. In Come the- at me if you know Bat oh, Boy God. the musical. The game room slash sleep room for Asuelu. And, and we kind of she kind of Colini says that says, quickly. Huh? <laughs> I kind of went, good you do game do room and sleep room? And so she kind of moves over. And then later they lay on the bed and they're talking. She's like, and sis is like, so about this game room slash sleep room. <laughs> I wanted to ask that too. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute. She's like, now that we've, uh, now that we've decided on two empty vases that we want with holes that we can fit nothing in to buy yeah and Uh, now we're just gonna lay on a bed that lots of other filthy people have sat mm -hmm. on let's talk and she says so explain and kalani says well we let him have a home room to himself so we can keep all of his stuff there you know what i think a lot of wives out there like i get that and Um, his gaming room she's like it's great because i don't have to clean up his mess it's um, great. But then they generally, I think I remember telling you that when we lived together about your studio. I was like, keep all of your shit here. It worked. I don't know why this is uh, attacking me. <laughs> I I need to reiterate. Now, this is not, when I say I prefer sleeping separately and we can normalize people sleeping in the other room. That was a big thing in our sissy squad. Yeah. I was talking about it. That's different than this because this is good. good. This is good. I like this, this is people not getting along. And, what is it's just a plane? It's a oh, very, it's loud, very loud. Look, boss, the plane, the plane, the plane, the plane. And again, that, no one knows. I just want <laughs> to say, by the know. way, people will know I about just, Fantasy Island. Y'all came at me. I said millennials. Herve Villachez. And someone, I said millennials aren't going to know what we're talking about. Somebody said, Maddie, you mean. Gen Z. Gen Z. You're right. I meant Gen Z. But you're so old, you don't understand your references. I don't understand them. Because millennials are only like three years behind us. Yeah. No, they're like four or five. Ten years behind you. 18 months. (laughs) Um, Anyway, go ahead. I like this point you're making. I think this is different than sleeping separately for comfort. And this is because you can barely stand one another and to sleep in the same bed. And also, you're, you, you've grown apart, and you basically have different lives. He plays games all day when he's not driving for Uber or, or Lyft. Lyft or whatever it is. Or, or Gotcha. Or, or Pingo. Yeah, or, whatever. Or, uh, or, or Car Caddy. Mario Kart. Yeah. Someone needs to have one called Mario Kart. And you're just <laughs> I like, would love it. If somebody dressed as Bowser came and picked <laughs> me up in a Mario Kart... Someone give us some more rideshare apps. Exactly. Splitsville. Splitsville. <laughs> They're always weird. They're always weird. Um, but no, it's different. They're they're having lots of problems in their marriage. She says it's like having a roommate or a brother or a friend who lives with me. Yes, she says. She says who we also have sex sometimes when he crawls in asking for a conjugal visit, and she says she's she's not even because there's no romance. Which it seems like she just gets the low job. Sis says, yeah, exactly. Sis says if they're Colini or Kalani, no, Colini says, I do, is there any romance between you two? And she says, no, there's nothing there. Right. I just want to say, I think this is, no, I'm not going to say a lot, 
But I think this is a lot of uh, quite a few marriages out there. I think so. Yeah. Just from personal friends I know and have talked to about their own marriages and I and you've just, become two different people than you were when you got married. And even I'm seeing this a lot in the squad. It's been a good resource for a lot of women to talk about this experience of kind of living in this house with a roommate. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think we've really seen this talked about on 90 Day Fiance. I think it's great. A lot of times it's always like the chase and like, do they love me? Do they not? And I think this is such a real life perspective that probably so many women are just like, fuck, I feel seen by this. And what do I do? It's true. That's a loud car. (laughs) You know, I don't haven't had the windows open a ton, but it's been been really quiet. I know my phone's like beeping. No. It's um so um, I think so yes I think it's and it's also this um and not just women this happens in men this happens in same sex relationships right. like it but I I think that it's and I again I want to clarify something more everybody's been in a relationship where you've been together a while and you don't have sex as much so I'm sure you've done that not familiar <laughs> <laughs> wow wow but. Everyone, everyone, but this isn't that either. It's like the no. What are you leaving for work? <laughs> no romance at all, y'all. If you're married to Poodle seven years <laughs> in and you're not having sex every day, guess what? He still is. I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still having sex every day. <laughs> you know what, though? I would be too upfront about that. I would be like. Okay, we need to talk. We need to... I think in gay relationships, or at least gay male relationships, the ones that I've known, this is not a fact. This is just experiential. Yeah. We just... We talk about sex because men are taught that you can talk about sex a lot between men. You mean gay men. But even straight men talk about sex between men. And I think... So a lot of people don't talk about it. But you're right. I think it would be... Um, but, but she said how – but the, she said what we've said before about her. She said – she's talking to her sister, and I think it's super rare that she's doing this and that. But then Kalini says, you can't have a – and this is important, y'all. You can't have a romantic relationship with someone you are mommy. Mommying. And, you know, we've said this for, like, ever. She We're like, is his she's mother. mother. She's the mother. I wonder if she listened to us and got that. I doubt, doubt it. it. I doubt it. She's she, raising two tiny children. Yeah, she's not listening to us. Uh, and I, I want to say also, and this is what I wrote down, I think Kalani, either from her relationship with Asuelu or from something else, She's got some kind of PTSD. She is stuck. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting to hear. She was so young when they got together. I know. So I don't know if it's like something in her past or if it was just she didn't know any better. They got pregnant and she kind of was... You know, when you're so young, you're... Unless well, you're Darcy, I'm, you live in fairy tale land. Maybe she thought it would all magically well, happen. Here's here's why I say that she she because she comes off as so she knows what her feeling is. She knows how to talk about these things, mm-hmm. and she gets to a point and she has to stop <clears throat> because she's afraid of moving on. And it feels like something is keeping her besides her own um, fear. I get what you're saying. Yeah, well, I'm going to rephrase what you're saying because I think and tell me if I'm right. I think you're saying 
she shows so much emotional intelligence exactly. a lot of time. And then in this, it's like she has emotional intelligence, most intelligence, and then she just stops short. Exactly. Like cold in her feet. Exactly. That is true. Even a blind and- pig finds an acorn. <laughs> No, and it's just that's even what, a blind gay because, finds a dick because the oh I can smell him. Uh, <laughs> truffles, <laughs> um, nutsack, uh, Clorox. I smell foreskin, uh, but Clorox. No. Wow, Rick, I just got what you said. <laughs> you know, Again, the ball sack kind of smells like Clorox a little bit. Not gonna be in the quiet room. <laughs> Bring me to the quiet room. I'll shake them up. Um, did you ever play the quiet game as a child? Always lost. And my mother would say, "We need to play the quiet game." I'd be like, "I was like, I don't want to play that quiet I, game." Yeah, I was always too smart for that game. No, I mean, I did what you did. Well, no, you were too smart for it. No, I was. You knew, like, yeah. Never. Unless my mother had to bribe me and said, "Whoever whoever wins the quiet game gets a coke." The next time we're gonna stop at Master's Grocery. Oh, because <laughs> I think she was just beyond beyond <laughs> tired. <laughs> Y'all, my brother and I were eighteen months apart. It was two boys jawing at one another. We weren't quiet. We were loud. You were very loud. I was quite loud. I asked lots of questions. And I don't remember shutting up until I was like 12. <sighs> Strangely, my oldest nephew is the same way. And he was like going on and on about like dinosaurs and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and when I was talking to him on FaceTime, I think I mentioned this on the, on the, uh, on the, uh, maybe the, the, the Patreon. It was like blah, blah, blah. And I was like tuning out because I'm great when they're, when you know how kids are just talking at you? They're not even trying. They're like, and there's this, and there's this, and there's like That's triceratops, and there's blah, 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 and then there's megalodon. And I was like, That's a good Rodney word. And I was under Me- my breath. I went, Megalodon. But, and he went, What? I went, Nothing. Isn't that great how you can shut your computer? Mother Poodle never got to turn that computer off. <laughs> and none of and no one with children can do that. She never got to put press control, escape, delete, <laughs> ever. She just had to sit there the whole time. I think it's you worse. You should get her roses every month. I think it's worse because, y'all, I feel for you when your child, like Jackie Weissman's child, who just won't sh- fucking shut up with her about Minecraft. <laughs> She's very distraught sometimes about it. Um, Because that's a thing. And uh, like... And Kalani's doing that with two kids. Kalani. A Kalani. Jesus. Well, her kids are younger. But still, she's doing that. And then I bet Asuelu is kind of like the same. I bet he demands a lot of her attention. Probably the reason why she lets him play games is because if he's not playing games, he's bugging her. Yeah. No. Y'all, her daily life is hell. I think it is. I think it's really tough. Yeah. She's got two small children. You can see it in her face. Yeah. Even with help, she's tired. He is no help. He's not. In fact, he's less than help. He makes things worse. Because she has to tell him how to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. But unlike Yara, who's in that stage of wanting to control things, she Kalini doesn't. She's just like... Kalani. God damn it. Kalani's (laughs) like, please, someone just... Do this for me. 
if I'm ever not here for some reason, <laughs> oh, I'll just you're gonna, say you're gonna have to get, you're gonna have to get someone Bab- to correct you. I'm worse lately. I, you can definitely tell that I'm half brain. Like I'm forgetting. Well, great. I searched for my wallet today for ten minutes, and it was in my back pocket. That's no different than how you normally are. But uh, sorry, um, I was a read. <laughs> it's fair because that's what you do. Anyway, um, they so they sit there. This is like you need to find. I think you can find someone and feel loved, and they're both crying. Right? Is that where we are? Yes. Um, and she basically says, "I'm single, married. I'm single slash married." Yes. Um, and uh, and this is really interesting. She did say too. He wasn't taught to do anything for himself, and I feel like I need to help him. So she it's brings that up codependent, but we also find yes, it's that codependent. But we also find out nothing. At least where he grew up in Samoa, nothing was done. Everything was done for, for him, him, and he didn't have to do anything. And no one gets divorced. So the way she says it is not like it's not like he's a bad person. No. Or, she says it like I he's, understand him, and he's a victim of his own culture. But I under, yes, I understand him where he's coming from. But the problem is, and this happens for Sway. It happens a little bit both of them, but can we see later when they have their argument? But if Swaylu doesn't understand, I don't think he can actually think of think of her position at all. I don't think he can step outside of himself. And he wasn't. I don't think he has that emotional. He intelligence. wasn't meant to leave Samoa. That is a truth. He was not. He too. wasn't. He can't. He can't put himself in another person's shoes. He can't. He has to be cared for. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I assume that Samoan men um, have to work hard to get emotional intelligence because it's not fostered in the community. At least from what we're seeing in the, from what we're seeing. In the show. Yeah. Um, but they do go out and provide, and that's, that is where things stop as far as caring for children i think I maybe think though but then you see her father no that's true but i think but i'm saying he's a provider yeah that's i don't true. know i don't know i think a Swelu would say oh i'm such a good dad i'm so much more of an emotional father and a loving father than my father probably was. and i bet i bet he is yeah i mean he's way more present and he's like my father never did these things exactly with the kids that I do. He so would never I can, change diapers. I can kind of see it from his perspective. I but see it from no, both, but it's not an American man, American relationship perspective. Well, that's a great, good segue, Poodle. Well, before she talks about how like divorce is not on the table. That's right. not an option that they do. It's in the Simone culture. You don't get divorced. Yep. It's um, so. But whereas she's feeling single married and she doesn't want to be there anymore. And this kind of goes into kind of the next day. Swaylu's folding clothes and um, and Kalani comes in there and she's saying that talking to her sister made her, she wanted to talk to him. And at first it kind of seemed like this good conversation because she's yeah. talking about romance and feeling love. And she's, he says, it's really interesting. He says, um, uh, I can't explain. He says... We need to talk about romance, and uh, she's like, I feel like I don't have the same feelings that you do as far as, like, sexuality. And he said, I don't even know how to explain that. 
I, like he doesn't even have the words. So I don't know if it's a translation or if it's just emotion. I just don't think he's capable. I don't think he's either. You know, she says such a good response, a good question. And y'all, this is such a great thing if you're in a couple's, if you're in a relationship, not even romantic, but I mean, for this romantic, but she asked, what is romance to you? Yeah. And if you're in that situation, that goes for anything. Like, I think they, they have probably been to counseling. They uh, have to. But like, yeah. what is romance for you? Or what is, if you're parenting, what is discipline for your kid? Whatever. Ask those definitions. Mm-hmm. But she asked him and he tells her his definition. But then, which is usually acts of service, like bringing her food and yes. doing things for her. But if somebody asks, if you know you're talking to someone and someone says, "What is your definition of this?" today, you usually end up telling them your definition, and then you ask them, "What's your? What definition? is yours?" And yeah. unless it was edited out, again, that's where you were talking about. He doesn't step out of himself to think about. Wait, but what's hers? She has to again care for him. And bring it to him instead of him drawing it out of her. I think that's just what he's been raised to believe a wife does. I bet you if he... A second mom. Yeah, I bet you if he went up to Kalini and said, how are you feeling today? She probably would just break down in tears because she'd be shocked that he Kalani. That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I really believe, I think, and a lot of, not to make a complete parallel to this, a lot of Southern men are the same the way we were raised. That's true. They your your wife becomes your wife and your partner, but she's also a second mom. She's there to make your lunch. She's there to handle you emotionally. She handles things. your household things. Yep. yep. Yeah. And also but she's the arbiter of your emotions. You know. That's true. And because we've said this before, American men uh have one acceptable emotion and that's anger. Yeah. You know, I want to. We're not saying I want to prefer or make clear. We're not saying that the American male way of being is the right way to be. No, we didn't say that at all. Yeah, I don't want people to infer that like we're dogging on Samoan culture. We're not. We're talking about a Swelu. We're just seeing what we're seeing. I know. I just want to make the distinction, like because there's you know we're not we we can't speak for a whole culture, and but we want to say that well, it's not bet. Not America's better. It's just. Like you said earlier, it is literally two complete different points of view. Right, and we've had we've had Samoan sissies when we were talking about um, uh, the gifts and giving money, and that yeah. they they could confirm what happened on yeah. the show. So I feel like the way they're presenting everything is pretty realistic. Yeah. <sighs> um. So Kalani brings up. It, you think it's going to be fun and lighthearted. Kalani brings up sex toys you and really role did. play. You're like, that's going great. And, and they're like, Superman and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is funny. And he's thinking Wonder Woman. He's like, I want to put my ding dong in you, not in a fake vagina. And I was, he's like, but I'll do sex toys if you want. He's going to be a hook. And, and she says, what? And he said, but you know, romance, he's like, I bring you pizza. And she says, well, so does my brother. And he takes that, that as you're talking about your family now, and we went somewhere else, and he gets really angry, and it just it just tells you they have very different versions of what love is, and they have very different versions. For her, love is helping with the kids. Love is romance. Love is being a partner. And for him, love is bringing her pizza, bringing her 
uh, flowers and little little things that don't really mean as much that's, as they should to her. But that's and it's not her. You know, it's not her love language. Right. Use, and it's again, it goes back to his kind of his emotional intelligence because his EQ. Because someone would say normally. Well, yes, you bring me pizza, but so does my brother. Right. So you think, oh, so you're saying you want something different than the relationship you have with other people. Like, I can give you something yep. unique. He hears he that He doesn't as, hear that way at all. He hears that as you're a shitty husband. He is a you're a shitty husband, and he and he and he's so triggered by her family, he yep. can't even – he says, anytime we bring up big issues – I didn't even know she had a brother. I didn't either. Uh, <laughs> I don't he, think he's on the show. I'd like to see. They're a pretty family. Oh, I, I know. If he looks, if he looks like a male Colini, fuck. Whoa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Check please. Do me. Check please. Um. So he says, "A sweater says." Anytime we bring up big issues, I'm glad your pad just dropped on the floor. God. Anytime we bring up big, I knew you were gonna drop. Please don't crash in the middle of the I'm show. Fine. Anytime we bring up big issues, she talks about her family, and he says, "I and I and this is so funny, or not funny, but sad." He said, "I express my feelings," and she starts crying. So that's him saying, and he gets, he's like, "It's so annoying that you're crying," and he says, "It doesn't make sense. I didn't say anything to hurt you," and they both get a little like. He he doesn't understand that her feelings are separate from his feelings about what he's saying to her. Yes, and she or, she starts off trying to really see things from his shoes, but when she gets upset and triggered, then she goes into the I know I said this, and he's saying I said this, and then they're just I said at each other, and it's not he doesn't help another at all. I think let me let me recap. I think what he's not aware of, and this is this is something with people who have limited emotional intelligence, basically. He doesn't he he thinks that her feelings he should be able to determine how she feels about something. Because he thinks it's a control thing and right. no and I should know better. And oh and when she has feelings that turn out to be either an alternative that he thinks she should that she should be having that is offensive to him. Yes. And you guys, let me say this for all the people in the back, you can't control how someone feels about something. You can't. And if you get upset about that, if you say something and someone gets up and someone feels a certain way about it, you can only try to clarify and figure out why they are upset about it. Uh, I know when if someone says something to me and I and I I kind of have a response to it, the best way, as you know, to deal with me is try to figure out lock you in a closet and just let you scream until you're it's out of you. That is one way. <laughs> Can't, but the, it's effective. But the other way, the other way is to say to for the person is or just a conflict resolution, saying, "Wonder why that made you feel that way." Yeah, but that takes like that's that's, another, a, that's, a, that's a lot of extra it's a steps. Different, different level of intelligence of saying I want because really what they're talking about too. She's using the word romantic. But it's really, a, I think it's about under, it's intimacy. Oh, and yeah. So, but I think if she asked Asuelu what is intimacy to you, he wouldn't know. He'd have no idea. Even what the, possibly what the word means. He wouldn't even know how to respond to that. It's so interesting. Because vulnerability and intimacy is not, from what we're seeing, 
a Samoan male value. Because he strength. He really exactly. He really is the most childlike person on the show. And like even someone like Andre, who's very has a bloated, uh arrogant personality, gets things like this. Yeah. He just doesn't get it. Even Paul gets things <laughs> like this. Wow. Hey, Fran, I get what you're feeling. Even Fran, Creeny, uh, why, why are you... Creeny, uh, um, can you ride my thick dick again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all, their OnlyFans apparently is blowing up. If, uh, if you... I've seen his dick, and it is ridiculously thick, and I had no... What? Yes, it is thick. It's thick. Very That's disgusting. I was, and his balls are huge. Well, he makes babies well. I, y'all. Can we finish this segment? Because I'm really disgraced. I just want to say, if I you're. I never thought I would want to see Paul's dick. If you're, I still don't. Um, I love it that. Too many e- people send it to me. Everybody sends you the dicks and no one send me anything. And I'm fine <laughs> with that. I don't need them. I'm fine. Um. But I just want to say, if you're subscribing to Paul or Karini's OnlyFans... What's, who hurt you? <laughs> you? You might want to process that. You might want to process that. I want to say one last thing about this. Who that, hurt you? That Kalini... Now I'm doing it. I'm I sorry. I'm sorry. I want to I'm destroy sorry, you. I'm sorry. Kalani. Kalani says when he... When, uh, Asuelu acts that. That's why I've, I've kind of thought about PTSD. Is she says when he's acting so annoying and he's like being how he normally was. She's like, "It's good to see you again. I've missed this version of you." I think it's I and think it's PTSD. Maybe not from something in her past. I think it's from P- maybe like from years ago. I think it's PTSD from him. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh, I, when I, you said it, I thought like something in her childhood. No, no, no. I was just or, thinking of of all of the, that the yes. aggregate of. Of their yes. whole relationship, circle gets a square. Has given I totally her agree. PTSD. Yeah, because I think, she, like I said, she went into this so kind of Disney bleary, and it yep. just this bubble popped. And honestly, y'all, this relationship's never going to work. It's dead in the water. She needs to leave. She needs to leave. He needs to go back to he Samoa. He needs to go back to Samoa. Kids need to go spend summers with their dad. And there you go. We just solved. Their we problem. just solved their problem. <laughs> I mean, and it'll be the hardest thing she does, but I... She's got to leave him. I guarantee you, if she, if he goes back and they divorce, literally, I bet you, a month after they split up, she will feel lighter. Oh, without she, question. Two weeks, she'll feel less responsibility. She, her chest will breathe we easier. Haven't, we haven't seen Kalini's... Or, I hate. You. I'm so. Sorry. We haven't seen Kalani and Asuelu's first season yet. We haven't. Um, Can we go help her? And I, because I feel like we might, we might see a lighter Kalani when they first meet. Maybe because we maybe we'll see an, an, an episode where we don't have the tears of Kalani, Kalani the entire time. Y'all, she cries real pretty, but that's why I thought it was PTSD because she's able to keep a straight face and just tears. She is a beautiful. She is the. Uh, she, she is the Deidre. <laughs> She's the Deidre. Fiance. <coughs> Agreed. Anyway, shall we move on? We should take a commercial. We're gonna before. take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my, um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Sissies, Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. You're alive. Giving you a million reasons. <laughs> million reasons. They say a million reasons in that song a lot. Hey, suck your big balls. <laughs> and they didn't come frothy. <laughs> they didn't come frothy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you suck on a ball before they come, if you suck some guy's balls before he comes, it's frothy a little bit. What? Yeah. You're, no. That yeah. No, you're making that up. That's not true. <laughs> no, it, it Cum is, is true. not frothy. If you suck on their balls, it turns it up. She was she was churning and yearning and yearning and yearning till he died. <laughs> All I can think Y'all. of when I see her uh, is, is Poor, your husband passed away oh, in a butter accident. Butter accident. <laughs> Y'all, welcome back. <laughs> but don't think we're going to talk about Mike and Natalie yet, because we're not. We're not. We're going to talk not. about Angela. Angela, not too much. Boy, this doctor is cute. So, But she shows up for... It's surgery her, day. Her... Her... Uh, 
Her perp. It's her perp. It's her perp. <laughs> and she smoked a cigarette. <clears throat> she smoked a cigarette. <laughs> what if Rodney's not back on Mary and Murray's? Uh, it's going to be a big problem for me. I will institute a letter writing campaign like they've never seen. You know what? Actual letters, not emails. Actual. I just shook my finger. Really? (laughs) Not emails. Not emails. Not letters. Actual letters with stamps on them. I would send one. And it will flood their offices. It will. And they're like. Rarity needs to be back on Murray and Murray Earns. Turt Swert. Turt Swert. <laughs> I'm not going to miss Erica. No. no. I'm not going to miss Erica <laughs> with the Coke nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Angela shows up, and really not much happened to this show. They, the doctor, but, the bariatric doctor said, remember, Angela, no. No smoking, you gotta eat healthy. And Natasha, her health coordinator, is standing back there in a fringe coat. Yes. <laughs> yes. This was questionable at best. She's very tough. I like that some when we thought she was a nurse, one of the sissies <laughs> went, eh, it's Beverly Hills. Like mm. actually thought that nurses in Beverly Hills. Y'all, nurses in Beverly Hills they wear, wear scrubs. Scr- they wear scrubs just like a nurse. They might be nice like, scrubs. What are those nice like, ones called? Uh, Ube, Ombe, Bebe. I don't know. I wanted them to advertise on They us. should. Yeah. We have a lot of sissy nurses. Yeah. But y'all, sissy nurses in Beverly Hills wear the same outfits as, as the ones doing Sandusky, <clears throat> Ohio. No, y'all, this bitch is wearing a fringe jacket that's mm-hmm. that's kind of, it's fringe in the back. It's yes. not fringe in the front, which is interesting. It, yeah. It makes she no sense. She looks Russian mob to me. She does look like Russian <laughs> mob. She does. <laughs> or like she's going to be like the villain in the next Black Widow yes! movie. Yes. Yes. She does. Um, so they call Michael and Dr. Obing talks to him. Oof. And all I can think of is if Michael knows that his doc- her doctor looks like this, he's going to lose his mind. Do you th- but. Do you think Maybe he already knew. The doctor thinks that it'll help calm Michael. <clears throat> no, I'm thinking that his doctor was an African man. Oh. Instead, you just see two men talking about a woman's body you, I was while gonna she's say, in the room. You just see, he's like, don't worry. We're going to have your wife's breasts wonderful for you to handle. Her tatas are going to be all yours. And, and Andrew's your... like, yeah, baby. Yeah. If Nigeria, baby, I got boobs. I think I'd have more of a problem if it was anyone besides Angela. She's so gross anyway to people all the time. So it's kind of like... I also think this is terrible. She's made the decision to for for how she needs to be objectified She's, to men. She has. She has. She has. Yeah. yeah. That's... And that's sad that she's made that decision. Yes. But she even says, I always want to be big titted Angie. That's how I've always been. It's her brand. It's like her, even when he's <laughs> like, she's like, you going to move my tattoo? And he was like, no, I'll keep it. She was like, oh, good. She even wants less breast, less breast <clears throat> tissue removed than the doctor wants. I think she also, I wrote down that they're just, they, her and her husband, like some type of, dowry agreement the doctor and her husband are discussing her like she's a prize sow of how they need to do her boobs it's true and it's i i was pretty repulsed if if it was anybody else i would be like 
really <clears throat> just pissed and upset. Right. But Angela kind of, it's like, this is what Angela wants. I think it's a two-way street with them. Because only, because the only She objectifies she, him. Oh, and, yeah. And, and y'all, I, if Michael had a dick surgery, oh, boy. Yeah, we're like it made his her, his dick smaller. Oh, she would be boy. all over that. Oh, and her and the doctor would be talking about the dick surgery, or or as one of the our sissy said, if Michael got his temperature taken by a woman, <laughs> Angela would freak out. It's which, true, which is true. So Michael, that's a woman on a boat with you. That woman touched her hand, t- came closer to your mouth. That's cheating, Michael. That Angela, woman, Angela, baby, there's a I woman a hundred feet I don't from know. you. I just what is that? Angela, baby, cheater. Mm. But yes, it's. It, it, mm, that's strong. The doctor even asked, he's like, Michael, what is your favorite part of her body? And oh, I went, her breasts. Her boobs. But he just says, that's part of it. Yeah. He doesn't say the whole thing. And she goes, hey, good answer. But I think he, he is trying to make her. We're, it's gross to us. Right. And I'm not saying this is right. It's gross to us. But I think the doctor knows it works for them it works for them and he knows he understands the culture right we don't we're outsiders I, he knows how i can talk to michael to get him to feel and good i about need this. and i need to say this to the angela I, i'm we're 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 it's a good far, doctor for doing we're that, far I think. from loving angela but her, but they her. somehow make it work they do make it work it's it's all <clears> of this <throat> thing of we can get really pissed off about Angela being objectified, but you said it, Angela wants her breasts objectified. Yes. Like, she puts that out there. So, great. If that's what she wants... And she objectifes Michael's Africanness. Yes. And fetishizes that. And and he seems fine with it, and if that's what they want... As long as it's... It's not hurting anyone else. in their relationship. Exactly. It's it's what they want. It's not hurting anyone else. Thank you. So, it's like, okay... <clears throat> um, I mean, how many guys have peed on you? Does that really hurt anyone else? <laughs> Just uh, the downstairs neighbors. <laughs> That's creepy because downstairs is just a basement. Mindy, why is the why is the why is the roof leaking again? Don't know. <laughs> anyway, in my old apartment, anyway. So y'all, so he marks her up and he starts talking about that she has a high risk of surgery of blood clots. This is true. They're not he's not just making this up. No, yeah. They just wait, smoking. And... I kn- really bad ri- high risk of surgery and blood clots. I mean, my mom, my mom had a boyfriend die in front of her face from blood, had a blood clot after surgery. What is he a smoker? No. He just got a blood clot in his he had surgery on his elbow. He well, that's a, just sad. Got a blood clot. And my mom, he was sitting in the recliner. And all of a sudden, he looked at her and said, he said, my, said mom's name. And he was like, oh, my gosh. And mom said, what? She looked at him. And he just shook. And his eyes went dead. Southern story, y'all. Southern story. Oh, my God. It, yeah, it really fucked up my mom. But So, blood clots are a real fucking thing. Y'all, when you have. <laughs> so, JoJo. <laughs> So <laughs> JoJo's outside. We need to move on. Wait, Southern I story. Am, I am mortified. I had to pull her out of that one. Did what I could. Y'all, 
Anyway, if you have surgery, get up and move. It's important. Important. So, <laughs> Joe, she's in. Um, she's in the uh, in the kind of pre-op room, and they're putting stuff on her. And of course, Angela is a terrible patient. And they're like trying to give her. Reminded me of my dad. Her, um, her uh, kind of IV and her yeah in her hand. And she's like, "Ow, that's the worst I've ever had." And she's like, "I don't, I can't breathe on the in the that, in the oxygen." When they do that, I'm like, "Oh, it drives." I bet she's claustrophobic, like my father. Probably. Don't you think Angela's probably very claustrophobic? Maybe doesn't you don't like try to type? put your father's stuff on Angela. But doesn't she seem like the type though? Uh, no, I'm just I, asking. It's not about my dad, but doesn't Angela seem close? I could see her that really, but she doesn't like things on her face. She's probably been. She doesn't like wearing a mask. She is. I can just see her being like Michael. I can't breathe because she's had. If, if sure, if you want to make this about your dad, sure. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Angela. I'm talking about Angela. I don't. I can't. I, I can't analyze Angela's reasons why she doesn't I, want to wear I oxygen. Think she's, I think she's claustrophobic. Again, this has been a home health care minute. I will say. She's brave for doing this still. Especially on camera. I would, y'all, how much money would you do this on camera? I wouldn't do this just for the free surgery. They'd have to pay me an extra $20,000. Oh, Mm $20,000? I was going to say at least $100,000. Really? There's there's no way they'd pay you $100,000. I was just being, uh, think about what a network would pay me. But I'm just saying, they would have to... Pay for my surgery and then pay me a hundred grand to go and see my body. You all. No one's ever my- going to do that. You're aware of that, right? <laughs> I'll just pay for it myself then when I get it. Done. I was I was trying to be uh, somewhat yeah. realistic. Yeah. Let's move on. When the we? oxygen network pays for our surgery, no. <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> they don't is, have any money. That is so. <laughs> That is so funny that you think we would be that big class network. Oh, I think so. Oh, we'd be on. Wait, I think Oxygen's all true crime no, now. No, we we me, me TV me TV not me TV. we me TV they where do they cla- show they Carol Mama's family's <laughs> reruns and they would show and it wouldn't be plastic surgery. It would be just like a uh, it would just be a mole removed a mole yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> they pay. They pay for me getting this mole removed. That'd be, yeah, that'd be it. It'd be very dramatized. And it'd say, "Watch a fag get her mole removed." Yeah. <laughs> hey, boys! It's a show called Holy Moly. <laughs> People would watch that. Let's make it now. Y'all know someone would watch a show. It's called like Doctor Pimple Holy Popper. Holy Moly! I was watching Doctor Pimple Popper. Doctor Pimple Popper. Was that? Night. Dr. Pimple Popper. I can say <laughs> no, my piece. What's that again? Peter Popper. Didn't Pimple, get you. Pimple, Didn't hear Pimple, it. Dr. Pimple Popper. Didn't hear it. And so I was watching. I was like, what is she removing off? That's, that, that guy has such a wrinkly face. And then I realized she was removing little cysts off a man's balls. <gasps> and then I looked it up. It's a common thing. Cysts on a balls? It's like little like, just little cysts. And you get like little like knobs everywhere. And you just have to. They say it happens from sleeping with pe- too many people. You know, I think I've encountered it. <laughs> it doesn't happen from sleeping with it people. Doesn't, 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 I doesn't. mean, let me move around. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like an STD, though, or anything. It's just like your, you know what your I balls have just encountered? Make? 
You know what? More than once. What? I don't know. It's not that I've slept with that many people. No words. Hundreds. Um, but uh, I um, I I I've, I've slept with at least two or three guys with one ball. Really? And I have noticed it. I never have. I've noticed it every time. I'm like, so um. You got one ball. Does it bother you? I feel like no, it pro- I'm, I, just looks the it's same. It's kind of like a unicorn. I'm just like, well, that's interesting. Or like when you get an egg with two yolks in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's like, that's interesting. One ball, two balls, they all squirt on your face. Exactly. We all Probably. fall down. <laughs> we all One ball, down. two balls, we all get fucked. Ball by ball, <laughs> we always fall. We <laughs> like two soldiers. This is a good song, Martika. What um, happened to Martika? I don't know. God, I love she's Kid around. Incorporated. Um, so uh, JoJo calls Michael and she says it went well, but she's still getting her second surgery. Yes. Yeah, so that the, the, I couldn't watch the surgery. By the way, I I had to fast forward. Okay, it. Um, I'm not I into that. Where they did the lap, and that was only four to five minutes. So but then they would go and do the breast thing, and we see them kind of doing that. We don't see a lot. He's weighing the boobs on like a kitchen scale. So yeah. <laughs> so I guess he just takes little bits out of little bits, and they weigh it, and that lets them know it's like turkey at the deli. It y'all. really is. He's going. Zzz, it literally zzz, is turkey at the deli. Yep. And when I, I always say, you got it dead on. <laughs> Surgery is barbaric. Oh. It, what was that oh. show that was really famous? Nip or, Tuck. Uh, no, not Nip Tuck. Um, it's, a, it's with uh, Clyde. What's his name from like the early? Worst, 19- worst version of Pyramid ever. Keep going. <laughs> it's from the early 1900s. It's, it's in. Oh, Clive Owen. Um, Clive Owen's the in Nick. It. Then it, I've never watched it, but isn't that about like the beginnings of surgery? I never watched it. It looks really just brutal. Very informative. Yeah. Reality gaze. Not familiar. <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway. Clive Owen is so hot, though. JoJo calls Michael, and Michael says, I'm not going to be able to sleep until they're done. And that's kind of. And then, as every surgery on 90 Day Fiance, they always. Angela, show, open your eyes. Open your eyes. Angela, open, open your, your eyes. eyes. Angela. 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 I really wish I was slapping your face. That would make this really nice if I was just going, no, don't you dare. <laughs> but have you noticed they always do that? Anytime yeah. anybody on 90 Day Fiance, y'all, like they're not going to wake up. If they, they wouldn't wake show up, it, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't show be it. on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, what if they did? I was like, I was like, oh, we're going to have to go to this theater again. What, what if they actually, I, I'm glad it didn't What happen. if Angela died? What if Angela died? They told no one. And we all <laughs> and just we had out. to. And then the rest, and then, then like three episodes were her funeral. That would be. <laughs> that's good TV. That's good TV. That would be good TV. And the tell-all is just Michael visiting her grave show, her gravestone. <laughs> I'm not laughing at Angela dying. I'm laughing at the improbability of it. But you're right. Wow. You're right. Yeah. That would never happen. We need to move on. Andre. Andre. Andre B. Andre B. Again, a shorter segment as well. Um, he's making lunch for their baby. And she, that baby. No, the the he's making his lunch. Oh well, that's take. selfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they're staying home. Yeah. So he's making his lunch. Because y'all know Andre meal preps, because you know he eats right. That body, with that, now he's got a thick body. And 
I I can't get enough of it. It's gorgeous, I have to say. I'm holding out for his OnlyFans for the dick pics. I don't think they're dick pics. They're maybe ass pics. If you get an Andre dick pic and no one doesn't send it to me, unsubscribe from the show. I have received Speedo shots. I haven't sent them to you, though. Poodle send... Y'all, if you think, Poodle, send this to Maddie, whether it's a song you like, (laughs) your, your aunt... I see you enough, it just slips my mind. Your Aunt Samantha said, oh, I like the show, and took a picture... Poodle's never going to They tell, tell me it. not to. He's never, uh-huh. I'm never going to see it. They're like, his dad's busy with fake cancer. It's, it's that. <sighs> um, y'all, so one thing, he's making salad for his lunchbox. Did he put the dressing on beforehand? We can't be bothered I'm by I'm sorry. I was really bothered by that. Maybe he didn't. Maybe it's a good lettuce that stands up to a dressing. That's not going to happen. You need to put the, you need, we should, if you're going to do salad to go, you'd use those jars. <laughs> no, you put the lettuce and then you put like tomatoes and stuff. And then you put the dressing that sits up there at the top. Cause the lettuce will, the dressing will make the lettuce go really gross. I'm a texture queen. Y'all. <laughs> this is important. <laughs> so it's his first day working with Chulk. And with so, Chulk. I and, like it how Libby spoke a little. I don't know if it's Moldovan or Romanian, but, but she spoke. It was great. She's she's smart. She's still awful though. <laughs> she's off, but she's not dumb. She's no, a very smart person. And so, but she's still probably a what manager. happened? Oh no, your pillow fell. But she's excited to be. She's never been a stay-at-home mom, so she's excited to work from. And he's home. like, "Yes, we'll see how long you you'll we'll be calling for me." And she said, "I'm really happy." That my, you and my dad are going to spend time together. And she said, Andre working is really super attractive to me. Y'all, I will say, they have some hot sex. They're chemically attracted to one another. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet you she'll get pregnant soon, in about a year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I can totally see it. Yeah. And so, so Andre is like... And they'll do another happily ever after with the, with yeah. the birth of the baby. Yeah. Now, Andre says he wonders how Chuck's going to be with Charlie... He can't believe Charlie said he's sorry. We saw well, that. Well, we don't know that Charlie's going to be there. We don't know if Charlie's going to be there. Y'all, but we know. We know. Um, and Libby just says, well, you're just meeting with my... When she said, you're just meeting with my dad, I went, Charlie's going to be there. Um, and he's, I'm a big fish, and I'm it, going straight to the top. Straight to the top, and I'll be can, in a small pond. You and can top Libby me. Said, so you'll be a little fish. No, big, big, big fish. fish in a small pond. No, big fish. <laughs> the bravado of this man is kind of, you know, I shocking. will say he'd be a great fuck. I would not like to live with him. I think he's an okay fuck. I think he fucks. He thinks he fucks better than he actually fucks. You know what? I don't think it's bad. That's half of it. That, to be that's honest. Fair. That's fair. You want a man to be who honest, thinks they know what they're doing. The floor show. The floor show, what you're getting, mm-hmm. is is sometimes and the and and the pre show. Sometimes the floor show, the pre show, and the after show is better than the actual show. I just didn't mind while you were talking, and I, I know agree. I saw that was for our intimate portraits. Because I'll be honest, there's sometimes when the actual show it's a ride, but as soon as it's over, I'm like, okay, when's lunch? Please, sir, can I have some more? Exactly. Well, not even that. I'm just like, okay, but but when when it when it's a full five act play, I'm like, I can't, my head is blown You're, here. Literally, 
<laughs> but you're really so fickle because then if it's too long, I know. You boy, know what? Boy, I'm a, I'm I'm both a gift to have sex with and, and a, a curse. curse. Mostly because you're gonna want it for me later. Because I'm like Sarah Bernhardt, not Sandra Bernhardt, <laughs> Sarah Bernhardt. I still think you're more like that worm from Star Wars that I said. <laughs> I just going, <laughs> Hans, light speed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or that little thing that sat out, sat beside uh, 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 Job of the Hut, like. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, are you calling fat? No, let's move on. <laughs> oh, if I had a chain to pull around you. <laughs> so anyway, so he is leaving. He's like, I'm one of the hosts. I'm going to make Marco money. No one's going to be in my way. And so they, so he goes and meet, he and Chuck get in the car. He's like, I'm going to teach you the business. He's like, must be nice to have someone to pick you up. And he's like. This is the thing. Andre really lays it on thick. That's why, y'all, this is all embellished. I think, yeah, definitely produced. Uh, people say that they're actually friends. Really? They get along, yeah. Well, they're all still a terrible family, so if he gets along, <laughs> that means Andre's terrible, too. Um, so, of course, they get there, and, and Chuck's like, didn't want to tell you, but Charlie's going to be there, and uh, we're going to talk about it. And so Charlie shows up, comes out. First of all, the house is not good. That they're gonna flip. You know what it's. You know what I think. It's been lived in by like drug dealers. I'm calling this now. They're. You know how ninety days making a spinoff of like couples cooking for food. They're going to want flippers. They're going to want to make a home makeover show with Libby and Andre. Yes, they're it's going a, for their own it's, show. It's happening. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. That's a great idea. That's what's going to happen. And she's going to place the design stuff, and he's going to do yep. like the building. And yep. Hold on. <laughs> that it's gonna happen. It's hap- gross that you that you called it, but I think you're if right. If they, if Matt Sharp, if you're listening, you're not. You're not. But another producer, if you haven't made that show, you should fucking make it and give uh, us money for coming up with the idea. But don't include any of her family. No, no. Just who Libby and Andre. You could maybe include Jen just to be awful. Not Charlie, definitely. Maybe. So, they're Chuck, Andre, and Charlie are all there. Um, Charlie, did you see Andre's ass in those shorts, by the way? It's amazing. Like, <sighs> take it to Rimtown. I know. Did you see Charlie just bought a shirt from JCPenney's and didn't <laughs> iron it or steam it? It's so awful. It just literally had the lines from when they folded it. But y'all, because he probably showed up in a gross shirt and production said, you need you to can't put on wear another that. shirt. Charlie really has one of the most, like, punchable faces. Oh, well, and he sweats a lot from the Coke. Yeah. I'm sure. Sure. Something. That's alleged, but y'all, he does Coke. His Coke bloat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. For sure. Um, so, they're kind of deciding on what to do with the house, because this house they bought at Side Unseen. Becky shows up. Because she's like, no one told me. No one told me. And she's going to be. Now, here's the thing. This this feels like the Californians, the SNL soap opera, where the woman walks in and goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? doing? And she goes, and there's like the maid that goes, Dios mío. Yeah. That's what it feels like because y'all, they have so much to work on this house. A listing is so far down the road. So far down. But and. 
And then, and then they say they expect Andre to be handyman. And Chuck never said anything Chuck like never, that. But Charlie's like, I do want to say one thing. Becky's dress is so cute. I and, and her, she got great fuck me boots. She looked impeccable. I have to say. And I will say the sisters have questionable taste. But this looks. This is the best. That's why thing I she's think Becky's like. usually the best put together. Becky does. She's say had though, a radically reconstructed face, by the she way. She has. But she said, "I'm the one that's more defended, Andre. Mm-hmm. Some, and now I'm getting thrown under the bus, and he's taking lists and listening I'll give, from me. I'll give her that. I'll give her that too. I and I think this was Andre. This was in Andre's head, and Libby told her, Andre, like. Again, he does make up a lot of Andre, shit. Andre, Andre is almost like it's not even makeup. It's like if you say so, Andre. If you work with my dad, you did, 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 did you it's do? Like, a. No, we will be partners. What did you say? You do A. I B. won't work with the children. But he says you do A, B, C, D, and eventually you'll get to Z. He's like, I'm at Z now. And I'm he, at Z. And he says, I'm at Z give now. Give me the money. And give me the money. And I'm going like, to be at the top. I'm big fish. Because we've talked about this before, but our family that started out in realtors, they were. It took forever. They were cleaning up. They were picking up trash. They were painting. It's they hard were work. Doing, it's hard, hard work to be to flip a home, to be a realtor. Um, and because of all these fucking design shows, it's like cooking shows. Everybody thinks they can be it now. Right. So it looks Not. like this was a big misunderstanding. And Chuck is trying to keep the peace. And Chuck is being right. by say, And Charlie's Wait like, a minute. you're going to work. I know. I can't believe I said it. Wow. It's true, but because Charlie's saying, you're going to work for me. And, and Chuck said, no. You're going to be my handyman. We're, we're, you're going to go around here and shovel, and then when you're not working enough, you're going to go back in that bedroom, and I'm going to take off my pants, and you're going to suck my dick. And then I'm going to say, who's your daddy? Wait, where are we? I kind of went somewhere else during it, too. <laughs> what happened? And that y'all, they're going to do a sword fight with their big, with their big thick penises. No. <laughs> no. Ow. Luke, I am your cocksucker. <laughs> no! We really are on a Star Wars theme today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. So we ruin everything. We do. So anyway, so that that's... So basically, they he's not going to do the handiwork. Andre and, says, he, "Go ahead." Did you know that Chuck says, "Okay, look, you guys are separate from this. This is so sad." He has to say this. He's not going to touch your money, and I. That's think, what he, it's all about. The money, and Chuck has to say this because they're so money driven. Yep, and they think they're. Y'all, they're so driven by the scarcity gospel of that yeah. they're not going to get their money. They're not going to have enough money. If someone else gets it, I bet they are very competitive with other companies. I'm sure they are. Like, not like, oh, good for them. That was theirs to have. It's they got what we should have gotten. I've said this before, and it's true. This family is the worst of American consumerism. Agreed. We are the worst. They're the worst of American ingenuity and business they are they will screw over their own wife if they can to get more money or their family that's the it's it's the american dream on steroids and it's fucking itself that's you can, the if, show if you everybody <laughs> if you wow. can follow that I, wow what, what a dark what? 
What a dark portrait of America. That I just was painted. more sad than that story about my mom's second boyfriend. <laughs> Y'all. The American dream on steroids, and it's fucking a, a lifeless corpse. That's a show, everybody. <laughs> you can go to realitygazepodcast.com. I to love find when a, we end on a high note. To follow our other shows. Hey, everybody, come at us on Cameo. We are coming at you. You are coming at us. Um, also, you can uh, be sure to check out. We dropped the first two episodes of Extreme Sisters. If you want more of Extreme Sisters, jump on the $8 tier on Reality Gate Extra. I don't know why you want more of Extreme Sisters. I do. It's plenty. I do. So good. Um, also, y'all, we just want to say that we uh, we um, we just uh, we just we love you all out there. I know people are still going. Amy Schumer posted something, and I thought this was so true. She said, is anyone else out there just hanging on by a thread? Yeah. And even though we're coming out of all this pandemic stuff in some ways, no. I still think a well, lot of people are really struggling. I think we're struggling because now we're having to do a whole new struggle. We're having to go back to what we think is normal. But it doesn't. And it's not because it doesn't feel normal and we all feel rushed. And it's okay if you feel, if you're scared about how it's going to be. Yes. And I'm Um, I'm scared. I'm scared about, I'm fully vaccinated, but I'm scared about resuming normal life and feeling comfortable. Yes, same. Yeah. So I think, so y'all, we're there. We're there with you and all of you are there and there's just... I know with conflicts going on in the world right now, we're sending love to sissies internationally right now. With, especially in the Middle East yes, and with so, Israel and Palestine. Yes, we are sending yeah. love to, to sissies out there. Know that we are, we're, we are with you. And so anyway, y'all, we just hope that if you, if you need support, if you need a laugh, if you need a dick joke, there's always a sissy squad. Always a sissy squad. Join we our ha- Facebook group. We have fun in there. It's our private Facebook group. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. Please. And if you don't know what to write, say, keep going, Queens. Queens. We appreciate it. Keep going, Queens. Queens. We call these people lonely hearts because poodle, aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love? Yes. And if you love a good role play like I do. Oh, Jesus. Scout, Scoutmaster. Uh, <laughs> wait, that's gross. Can we end this? <laughs> maybe, maybe it's superhero, antique dealer to uh, buyer, kayak boy to take your virginity. That sounds better. Y'all, call, call us. us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedian sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.